one, two, three. I was a little early, but I was impressed that as soon as you said one, a car honked. <laughs> it's like, I'm participating too. <laughs> I was so hoping that it would go beep, 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 beep. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. One, two, three. That was better. All right, nice. I was also kind of hoping that a car would honk again. <laughs> God, no such luck. So, no such just, luck. Yeah, that become the whole podcast. Be like, what other things can we say to make a car <laughs> honk in time to our statements? Honk if you love comics. <laughs> me, that's my me. I use that as a bumper sticker, and everyone's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> honk if you have a complicated relationship to comics. Beep beep, beep beep, motherfucker. And then the people in the car is like, stand-up comics or, like, comic books? <laughs> That's a great point. Oh, uh, honk if you have a complicated relationship with comics. And then it's like an asterisk. And it's like one honk for stand-up comedy, two <laughs> honks for graphic novels. <laughs> the worst bumper sticker. It's very, it's very complicated. There's like a flow chart. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I hope you've appreciated this cold open that I am definitely going to make happen. Okay. Um. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Uh, we are... Um, li- <laughs> This might be a little bit of a weird episode because I was initially planning on doing um kind of a roundup of some of the more like minor Amazons who like don't have enough to fill a whole episode. But then as I was like making my notes, I was like, actually, Artemis probably has enough to do a whole episode on. Um, So I think we're just going to talk about Artemis, but it's possible that I miscalculated. Um, Artemis and, and etc. Yeah. Um, Artemis and whatever we need to fill time. Yeah, just whatever else we can come up with. I think, I think it'll be enough. I, the thing is, I always feel like you would think after almost 300 episodes of this, I would have a good sense no, Just because by, like, time is a mystery, and who can accurately predict how long a task is going to take? Yes. Who that, amongst us? <laughs> Truly. It's impossible. Um, sometimes, like, I'm... It's definitely easier when I started to just, like, skim a character's, like, Wikipedia article to, like, get a sense of it and be like, okay, this is probably enough for an episode if I look up some more stuff or it's not enough for an episode. But sometimes I really, I really just get dunked on in either direction. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be pretty short. And then it's, like, <laughs> an hour and ten minutes of talking. Um... And sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fine. And then uh, after like half an hour, I'm like, oh, what else can I say? <laughs> um, so we'll see. That's a, just a just a brief glimpse behind the curtain um, <laughs> for you guys. But uh, Artemis has uh, come up for us a couple times now because we talked about her uh, briefly while we were talking about the other Artemis, um, who she kind of, who I got them confused when, uh, Rebirth Outlaws started. Um, and, uh, we also talked about her while we were talking about Hippolyta, um, because of Hippolyta's big whoopsie <laughs> that one time. <laughs> um, I'm sure that but, won't come up at all during this episode. Yeah, I'm sure this won't. That's we not really relevant. We can all put Hippolyta's big whoopsie behind us. <laughs> um, 
So Artemis uh, was created in 1994. Um, I'm older than Artemis. Yeah, we are both slightly older than Artemis. I can't believe um, Artemis is my brother's age. <laughs> wow, you should tell him. Um, <laughs> she was created by writer William Messner Loeb's and artist Mike Deodato. Um, and she is one of the Amazons of Bana Migdal. Um, who are a splinter group of Amazons, um, which, uh, I think we, we've talked about this a little with Hippolyta, um, but basically the, at least in the initial version of the story, I think it's been changed since, like, New 52 and Rebirth, um, Hippolyta's sister, uh, Antiope. Um, so, uh, like we talked about with Hippolyta, uh, Hercules, uh, tricked the Amazons, his men attacked them, um, Hippolyta prayed to Athena for, like, strength for them to escape, and Athena said, yes, I will give it to you, but you have to not seek revenge, um, and Hippolyta's sister was basically like, fuck that, <laughs> I'm leaving, and, uh, split off to form her own separate tribe, uh, of Amazons, um, who became the Amazons of Bonamigdal. Um, so while Hippolyta's, um, tribe, the Amazons of Paradise Island, were remained loyal to the gods and were granted immortality and tasked with like guarding this uh doom's doorway that is like under paradise island that uh is like a portal into hell basically um the amazons of bonamigdal who left um did not get immortality and, uh, did not continue worshipping the, uh, gods of Olympus. And instead, uh, they set out to kind of find a new place, um, to, you know, form their, their new kind of splinter society, um, and ended up kind of traveling around the Middle East and eventually, uh, forming a society in Egypt, um, and as they were traveling, they sort of began worshipping kind of a, uh, patchwork of, like, various gods from the different places, uh, they went to. So, from kind of some, you know, assorted, like, Middle East, North African, uh, religions. And the, uh, some of these were, like, gods who, like, hadn't been worshipped in a while or, like, had, you know, a, like, small number of worshippers. So they were, like, stoked to have this group of powerful women worshipping them. So they were like, Hell yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll help you out. Um, so, uh, one of them, I'm not sure which one. Um, created a perpetual sandstorm, um, that surrounds their new, uh, city of Bonamigdal, uh, so that they, like, people can't, you know, get to it. So, like, similar to Themyscira, uh, but that's, you know, an island that people can't get to, and this is just a city that's surrounded by a sandstorm at all times. Um, I love thinking, like, about the consequences of something like that. Like, uh huh. do you think there's a meteorologist whose entire life has just been trying to figure out why there is a single concentrated perpetual sandstorm yeah. in this one area? And he's like, none 
of the weather patterns make yeah. sense. <laughs> like, it just started one day, and then it never stopped. It didn't come from anywhere. We don't know why it it's there, and I hate it. Yeah, it's not affected by anything else that's happening in the region. And then the they try to get to the bottom of it by visiting, and then uh, they're... They discover a city of powerful warrior women, and they're like, well, damn. All right. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to let me leave, so. Yeah. All right. Um, So, uh, these Amazons are not immortal. So, they do, like, you know, age and die, and they have to, you know, like, have children (laughs) not made out of clay in order to kind of continue um their uh their society's survival um so uh found uh and that's where curious meteorologists come in that's where curious meteorologists come in um that's uh that's how they're like all right we're going to construct this specifically to lure in Curious meteorologists, and then we can be like, hey, do, do you want to stay forever? <laughs> do you want, yeah, do you want to stay forever? Do you want to get married and have a family here? Um, seems like maybe potentially, uh, there was some not great stuff happening, um, in order for them to have children. Um, I've I feel like that's probably been retconned out at this point. I mean, look, it's very easy. When you want to have a child, you just go on a trip to the nearest city and seduce someone. Yeah. You go, hello. It can be very easy and consensual. And then they have a story like, this woman turned up out of the desert. Yeah. We spent a beautiful week together, and then I never saw her again. Yeah, I kept asking, like, can I come visit you? And she was like, mm, no. Uh, but she was so tall and strong and hot. And, you know, <laughs> I got into meteorology. Because <laughs> she was like, you know what is very interesting? Sandstorms. And I thought it was a clue. Yeah. So that's but just turns my out- whole life now. I'm not good at meteorology. (laughs) So that's why I'm telling you, children, that is not how I met your mother. (laughs) Wow. I love a lot of of exciting character work. Hey, DC, hire us for a fun (laughs) little uh, graphic novel about the meteorologist who gets seduced by an Amazon upon a McDoll. Um, But, uh... Artemis is, uh, in, uh, the initial version of the story, Artemis is born here. In the New 52 and Rebirth version, um, she's one of, uh, a, like, significant number of women throughout the years who have, like, found the Amazons of Bonamigdal and kind of been, like, adopted into their ranks, um... But, uh, in the initial version of the story, she is born there, um, she's trained by them, they are, uh, very, like, more militaristic, generally, in how they're depicted than the Paradise Island Amazons are, who are all, like, powerful warriors, but it's mostly, like, you know, we need to, like... Partly just kind of, like, an honor thing, and also, like, we need to be able to, you know, protect and defend ourselves. And they're, like, also trying to protect and defend themselves, but, like, kind of more aggressively so. It it um, probably goes down to the initial, like, revenge versus no revenge. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> mindset. Like, yes, <laughs> we are strong and powerful, and we need to protect ourselves, but we will only do something if attacked. Meanwhile, yeah. we're strong and powerful and uh don't fuck with us. 
Yeah, and we are, like, sending our children on, like, intense, like, military boot camp trainings, basically. Um, We're still gonna fuck up Hercules. Yeah, they also have, like... (laughs) They also have a much kind of, uh, more, like, rougher and more hostile existence than the Themyscaran Amazons, who are all just kind of... You know, wearing, like, beautiful dresses and talking about, like, poetry and sword fighting and stuff. Um, it does, like, a little bit, <laughs> reading about it, not to be like this, it kind of, like, it feels sort of like the difference between the Greek camp and the Roman camp and Percy Jackson. Um, <laughs> if anybody else wants to tell me if I'm justified in that, please feel free but that was the first thing that came to mind when i was reading about it i was like wow this I is mean, just like is Percy jackson kind of funny that you say like the greek versus roman camp because i was sitting here like oh she's named artemis as a foil for diana because that is the greek and roman names for the same woman <laughs> yes that's also true which i think is very fun um, it had never occurred to me before this episode, and then I'm just sitting here like, oh, oh, yeah, yep. Um, so that's how uh, Artemis grows up, being like, you know, kind of like fighting to survive a little bit, being trained as a soldier, basically. Um, they retcon in. At some point, um, that, uh, when she was a teenager, she, uh, left, um, and traveled to, I mean, they still refer to it as man's world, but in this case, it's very, like, you just kind of walk through the sandstorm and you're there, um, well, I mean, is that harder than sailing across an ocean? It's a sandstorm. It's dangerous. No, it is it is dangerous. No, it's true. It it I guess it just feels like very like when you're on an island that like doesn't exist on a real map, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm just you know, just imagine them on some like mysterious magical island. And this is like they are very much in the real country of Egypt. Um, but it's true. It's not really that any less arduous of a journey. Um, at some point for, um, whatever reason she decided to strike out on her own, um, ended up finding Rachel Ghoul. Um, and not great. <laughs> yeah. Not, not a great kind of first guy to meet. Like, uh, kind of offers to, you know, join his henchmen, um, lies about her age and says she's 18 when she's actually 14. Oh my um, god. And Rachel Ghoul is like, I don't, I'm, I'm like 400 years old. I don't know what, what teenagers look like. <laughs> I've been around so fucking long at this point. Sure. Um, you're either she, a baby or an adult. And you can talk, yeah. so you're an adult. <laughs> it's me, um, Rachel Ghoul. I have no concept of age. Yeah, exactly. Um, she uh runs into Batman while she's working with Raish, uh, and fights him. Um Batman's orphan sensors go off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh he, she presumably, uh, runs back to Rage before Batman can be like, wait, wait, where are your parents? Do you need help? Do you need a place to live? Um, and, uh, she tells Rage about Themyscira, um, because, uh, she's, the, the, the Bond and Magdalene Amazons have, like, kind of, uh, not great relationship with the Themyscarian Amazon. They don't have a relationship, but they have some, like, kind of resentment of them, um, because they are, uh, 
immortal and get all these like blessings of the gods and uh you know the amazons of bon amygdal are fighting for their lives out here um just because they wanted revenge on someone who treated them horribly which like understandable yeah it's fair um uh but so artemis tells Raish where Themyscira is with uh the intent of uh being like oh yeah you can like just like kill everybody there and then you can like live on this like magical island and then eventually is like mm, no I don't actually I don't feel good I don't feel good about this uh and turns on him and stops him and then eventually uh goes back to Bonamigdal having learned some important lessons about herself and the world. <laughs> um, so, uh, she meets Diana for the first time when, uh, Diana is, uh, I think maybe she was not aware of their existence. Um, she just kind of, like, stumbles across the city um, Look, and it was like, before her time. It was before her time. It was, like, she was almost the only, I think the only Amazon who can say that. Because uh, all of the rest of them are immortal. But uh, it was before her time. Um, and uh, she ends up fighting them because that's what has to happen in superhero comics. Um they're, you know, they don't like the Themyscarans. She, like, doesn't really know what the whole deal is. Uh, they end up fighting. And then, uh, Hermes destroys the city because he's mad that they attacked Diana. Hermes, <laughs> um, you're not helping. You're not helping at all. So, obviously, this does nothing for their, uh, you know, relationship with, uh, the Paradise Island Amazons. And, uh, the Bonamigdalians start, uh, going to Cersei to be like, how you hate Wonder Woman, we now hate Wonder Woman. How, uh, should you we You know, not get... really Wonder Woman's fault. <laughs> not Wonder Woman's fault, no. Um. That one's squarely on Hermes. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're like, how do we get revenge on Wonder Woman and the Themyscarans. Um, and Artemis, notably, is like, hold on, I don't think we should be fighting the Themyscarans. Because this isn't their fault. And also, like, we're all Amazons. Um, and they do not listen to her. Um, well, yeah, because their whole thing is built on we wanted revenge and we're gonna keep doing that actually we're gonna continue getting revenge no matter what um and then cersei like uh like transports the whole island to like another dimension um while the bon Magdalians are fighting the themiscarans um and they have to work together to try and get out of the dimension they got teleported to. Um, and it's like a, a I like how Cersei was like, how do I make this not my problem anymore? Yeah, bye. Um, and uh, it's like a, a time like shift. You, you, one of those things where time passes differently, you know. Yeah. In, um, so Artemis is a teen. Um, when the island gets teleported, but when they, like, finally manage to get back, um, she's, like, in her 20s, so, like, the same age as Diana. Um, and then right after this is when the whole thing happens, where, uh, Hippolyta does her big oopsie. <laughs> um, she gets a vision that uh wonder woman is going to die and she goes i don't want my daughter to die so she uh plans a contest to have a new wonder woman uh rigs the contest we talked about all of this with hippolyta last week rigs the contest so that uh artemis will beat diana and become the new wonder woman uh so that 
Diana will live and Artemis will be killed uh, in her place. Um, and Diana's like, the fuck, mom? <laughs> mom? Mom? Hey, mom? Um, and then Artemis is Wonder Woman uh, for a little while. She operates out of Boston, uh, which I love to see. But uh, it is challenging in a lot of ways because she uh, is obviously, like, not really used to, you know, being outside of Bonham McDowell, despite the sort of retconned in story about her, like, leaving to go help Rachel Ghoul. That was a pretty brief period of time. And uh, she is, you know, more kind of hot-headed and aggressive and uh violent than diana usually is um and also she's working with people who like know and like diana so uh she you know goes to the justice league and is like i'm the new wonder woman they're like where's our friend (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) she got grounded by her mom (laughs) yeah it's a whole thing um she has, like, a fight with Donna, which is, like, I mean, I like, I, I get it, but also Donna, she didn't, like, it's not her fault. Yeah, take it up with Hippolyta. Yeah, take it up with your mom? <laughs> but she, uh, ultimately, like, she does manage to, uh, prove herself i mean sure she starts to at least because she um you know starts focusing her efforts on helping like marginalized people and like domestic abuse survivors um and stuff like very wonder woman stuff um and uh she is ultimately killed by a uh villain called the white magician who like sounds racist yeah it does sound kind of racist um he like absorbs his girlfriend's life essence to turn himself into a demon um so not uh so he's also a misogynist (laughs) yeah exactly just not just really racking up the points against this guy um diana shows up to help artemis uh in the fight um and artemis uh gives uh is like badly injured and gives like some of her like magical wonder woman artifacts to diana so uh diana can beat this guy and then artemis dies um hate to see it yeah you hate to see it um after this she uh is in a mini series that uh reveals that uh she uh went to hell um how many of these characters are gonna go to hell they keep going to hell um while she was in hell, she got, like, like, she was, like, forced to marry a demon prince. Um, yeah, that sounds like hell. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, she kills him and escapes hell and joins a team called the Hellenders, um, who I think are, uh, Trying to abolish hell? They're trying- they- they can't stand hell. They're gonna end it. I believe these are mostly characters who are created for this miniseries. I don't think this is, like, a pre-existing team. Um, she, um, she starts going by Requiem, which is a cool-as-hell codename. <laughs> um, and she, uh befriends one of the team members named uh Henrietta Jessup who uh I think goes by Hank which is cute um and also her uh code name is uh Sojourner uh she doesn't have superpowers 
she's just their pilot. Um, but Artemis becomes really good friends with her and like starts like, you know, training her in combat and stuff. Um, and do they I think date? She, they do not date. Damn. Um, but I think she shows up in the Outlaws webtoon. Um, I am which... so far behind. I'm so sorry. That no, it's Artemis. fine. I, I also <laughs> no, I'm haven't. apologizing to Artemis. <laughs> I'm sorry to Artemis and your uh, girlfriend? Question mark. So um, she ultimately ends up leaving the team because um, the miniseries ends, uh, and she like re-encounters Diana to be like. I'm alive. And Diana's like, I'm also alive. I was <laughs> also dead for a little bit because of my mom's uh, big oopsie. Um, and uh, Diana asks her to help train Cassie Sandsmark, uh, Wonder Girl, the friend of the show. Um, <laughs> and so she helps train Cassie. She also helps train... Uh, Supergirl for a little bit. Um, she uh, gets revenge on her uh, d- demon ex-husband, um, which uh, is good. We love a through line. Yeah, for sure. Um, during the period while Hippolyta is Wonder Woman, but Diana is also back, um, and they're just both being Wonder Woman for a little bit. Artemis goes uh, back to Themyscira, where the Bana Migdal Amazons are, like, coexisting with the Themyscira Amazons, but it's kind of, like, tense. Um, and she is given the title of, like, uh, Shimtar, which is the, like, chief kind of fighter of the Bana Migdalian Amazons. Um, the, uh, original design for this is unhinged. <laughs> um, the, like, original, not Artemis, I don't think, but, like, the original appearance of, like, the Shimtar armor is, like, this, like, like, Wild, like, Terminator-ish, like, metal, like, armor bikini, like, situation, but, like, as, like, Amazon armor, it's very weird looking. But, uh, she is trying to, uh, convince Hippolyta to come and, you know, be queen again, um, and ultimately, um like, a civil war kind of breaks out between the two groups of Amazons. Um, Hippolyta and Diana help to put a stop to the fighting. Um, and Artemis does too. Like, Artemis does not want there to be civil war. Um, and, uh, Hippolyta and Diana decide to, uh, relinquish their crowns and make Artemis, one of the co-rulers of the kind of joint, like, tribes of Amazons, um, along with Philippus, who is, uh, Hippolyta's kind of general, like, military commander, um, who will, when, when we do, like, a Amazon roundup, we can talk about her, but the two of them, um, become kind of rulers of the Amazons together, um, which continues for a while. Um, they're both, uh, still ruling the Amazons together during that, uh, whole thing we talked about last week where, um, Diana is, like, captured and Hippolyta is, like, we gotta attack the United States government, but it turns out that she's also, like, sort of semi-possessed by Cersei, um, so she just starts getting, like, increasingly unhinged, and everybody's like, oh, no. Um, (laughs) so, uh, she is 
along with the rest of the Amazons, um, like, scattered throughout the world to, like, live as humans. Um, although she, uh, goes through some pretty upsetting stuff that we don't have to talk about because it sucks. Um, she's a woman in comics. Um, this is, like, the late 2000s, which is mm. honestly, like, at this point, like, I feel like late 90s, early 2000s is, like, the peak for this. And then, not that it's, like, okay when that's happening, but, like, after that, I'm like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> We've had enough. You should um, know better by now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh... Ultimately, uh, she returns to Themyscira. And then, because this is the late 2000s, uh, New 52 happens, uh, shortly after that, which is where, uh, they re, uh, retcon Artemis's backstory to be that she is a, uh, human born on earth who um discovered the uh amazons of von amygdal and joined them um a lot of her um kind of storyline in uh most of it i happens in uh rebirth um cuz that's when this the new version of red hood and the outlaws uh starts up where she is, like, a primary member of the team, and a lot of her kind of storyline in that involves, um, an ancient weapon of the Bonamigdal Amazons called the, uh, Bow of Ra, um, that was previously, uh, claimed by um Artemis's girlfriend um a woman another uh Bonham McDowell Amazon named Aquila um who uh like when they were younger had like received the god's blessing to become the Shimtar the like lead warrior of their people, um, and then she is, I think she's given this bow as, like, part of it, um, and then, uh, ultimately the, uh, like, the first time she meets Diana, I think, um, they're, like, trying to figure out something that's going on with the Amazons, and it turns out that, like, the bow has, like, basically, like, possessed Aquila, and she's trying to, like, kill the rest of the Amazons, uh, uh -oh. and, yeah, um, and Artemis, even though she, like, doesn't trust Diana and kind of resents her, is, like, ultimately, like, please save my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, please save my girlfriend. Um, they are, uh, not able to save her girlfriend, um, they have to kill her to stop her. Damn it, um, comics. Damn it, comics. Um, and she dies, and it's very sad, and then the bow goes missing, and Artemis and Diana are both like, oh, the gods must have reclaimed it. Um, and then... That's not how cursed objects work. No, not at all. And then uh, later on, Artemis finds out that, like, wait, the gods didn't reclaim it at all, uh, and goes looking for it, which is how... She meets Jason in Red Hood and the Outlaws is because she's trying to track this weapon down and she hears something about a weapon that she assumes is the Bow of Ra and uh, meets Jason, I think, while he's also tracking it and then they fight because it's comic books. Um, and then it turns out that the weapon that's being transported that they're both tracking is... Uh, not the bow of Ra, uh, and in fact is Bizarro. Um, love you, Bizarro. Love, uh, love our friend Bizarro. Um, and, uh, Artemis is like, 
what the hell? This is just a weird guy. Um, and this Jason. isn't a weapon. This is a weird guy, and he's not a thing for you yeah. to use. Yeah, and Jason is like, we gotta help this weird guy. And Artemis is like, no, it's not my problem. <laughs> and Jason is like, no, I feel an immediate kinship with this weird guy, and um, he's my friend now, and we have to help him. And Artemis is like, fine. Um, so, uh... They become a little team, um, and over the course of this, obviously, Artemis is still looking for this bow, um, her, uh, dead girlfriend comes back to life, and she's, like, still evil, and they have to, like, fight her, and then she, like, she's like, oh, Artemis, it's like, I'm, uh, not evil anymore, and we can all, like, be happy if you, you know, get the bow. And then she's like, oh, no, but still evil. She's lying to me. Gotta fight my girlfriend again. Um, but, uh, she does end up, uh, bonding with, uh, Jason and Bizarro, which I love. I think there's, like, maybe, like, kind of, like, a romantic thing between her and Jason, and that part I don't care about, but, um, them being a weird little trio is very good. Um, during, uh, Infinite Frontier, so, like, the past, like, few years, um, she's part of the group, um, she has a run-in with, uh, Yara Flor, the new, like, Brazilian Wonder Girl, where, uh, it's comics, so they initially fight because of a misunderstanding, uh, and then <laughs> ultimately, uh, Artemis is like, alright, I'm not gonna fight you, but, like, you know, you need to respect the power you've been given, and blah blah blah. Um, and then, uh, during the, uh, trial of the Amazons, um, which we talked about a couple times, Hippolyta is poisoned and they're all trying to figure out who did it uh and it turns out that artemis did it um but then it also turns out that artemis did it because hippolyta told her to because her plan was um she was like none of the gods care enough about the amazons um so i want to die and become a god so that I can be the god who protects the Amazons. Um, and also I need to not communicate this plan to anybody else for reasons. Um, if enough people know, they're not going to promote you to god. <laughs> it's got to be your little secret. Um, so there's like a whole thing where they, uh, like... Do you th well, did Artemis be all like, okay... If we, this is a secret, you do have to write, like, a note to your daughter and everybody saying that this is your plan, so, because they will find out that I killed you. Yeah, like, it's And not, this it, is gonna be a hell of a poll. Yeah, it, it's, it's not gonna be a secret for that long. And people are gonna be mad at me. Um, they are mad at her. They do track her down. Eventually, they find out the truth, and they're like, oh, okay, it's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a pretty recent event, so I think that's the last most, uh, significant thing she's done. Um, and it, it turns out I did have more to say about Artemis than... <laughs> I thought I was gonna. So, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's Artemis. Artemis parentheses Amazon. Not Artemis <laughs> parentheses Sportsmaster's daughter. Artemis of, uh, Wonder Woman fame. Yeah. You know where you love her. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, I did watch the first episode of the Superman anime. The Superman anime. I haven't been able to stop calling it that since I heard you call it that. <laughs> <laughs> the Superman anime, which is 
Very good. I love I love this char- these characterizations. I, I love that so it's cute. that they don't work at the Daily Planet yet. They are interns at the Daily Planet. Um yeah, I love it. Um I love that Clark's figuring out how his powers work. Yeah, he doesn't know. He's He's just, he's making it up as he goes. I love that for him. I love, um, I love that Jimmy's a cryptid enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Aliens walk among us. Yeah, buddy, they sure do. They sure do live in your apartment with you. Um, How does he not notice that all their stuff is broken? Yes. Clark's like, oh man, this cheap apartment. Oh just man, my shoe just apart. ripped straight in half. That's what I get for getting him from Payless, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's I very s- cute. I love that it has like an anime opening and an anime ending. Like, yeah. Which I don't know if it like it's on Adult Swim, so it could be American or Japanese made, honestly. But it has. Regardless, it has so many, like, anime touchstones that it is the yes. Superman anime now. It is not yes. my adventures with Superman. It is the Superman anime. It is the Superman anime. Um, I believe it's be like, the animation studio is, uh, Studio Mir, which has done, um, did do Voltron, um. Okay did which like is they are kind of voltron-esque like character designs um look voltron looked good it's voltron fine. looked great <laughs> um they also did the um the the witcher animated uh special that came out a couple years ago and they've done some other dc stuff i i think but yeah, it is, like, primarily, I think, like, a Western, like, writing, storyboarding, like, crew. Um, I, um, also really loved it. Um, I, uh, love their, mod- like, reinterpretation of the Newsboy Legion. <laughs> um, I thought, uh... Those, I mean, obviously, I love a plucky gang of kids. Um, Who doesn't love a plucky gang of kids? Yes. Um, Other than Dan DiDio. Yeah, can't freaking stand them. Um, Also, I know, uh, I know it's in the second episode, but I know you saw Sam post it in the Discord. Um, But the second episode has... A character reveal that I'm so completely obsessed with. We love young, hot anime versions of established characters. We love when you make... It's so funny to me. Yeah. When you make, um, a guy a white-haired anime boy. Um, I, I saw a very t- funny Tumblr post about it that I have to post in... Like the meme channel or something, but spoilers. But um, it's great. Superman anime is very good. Um, I did also watch Nimona, which we <gasps> will talk about at some point later. But I do want to yes. say that I did watch it and I did enjoy it. And I did pull my copy of Nimona out so that I can make comparis- I can reread it and then make comparisons for the eventual bonus episode. I also need to do that, because I have not watched it yet, um, but I was at my parents' house over the weekend, and I was like, oh, I gotta grab my copy of Nimona so I can reread it when I watch the movie. <laughs> um, I did not read any comics this past week. Um, coming out this week um, is the... Uh, new uh the first issue of the new uh teen titans year one which uh looks adorable they put like some preview pages out of it um it looks super cute um and the uh doug ramsey spotlight issue of immortal x-men so um we'll see if i'm having a normal one 
later this week. It's a week for Olivia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sure is, bestie. Um, but I think that is everything. Um, San Diego is soon. Oh my I think god. Um, the twenty second. Yes, that sounds right. Um, I just saw Crit Roll like because the Crit Roll cast is going to be there. Yeah. So I saw like on their Twitter or whatever like more information about our panel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's not this weekend, but the weekend after. No, because this weekend I'm going to the Renaissance Fair. (laughs) Hopefully wearing Aurum if I finish gluing his shoes back together. (laughs) Those damned shoes. I have been telling myself that I am going to fix these shoes for the past three months, and I just started today. (laughs) I believe in you. Thank you. Um, all right. Yeah, I think, I think that's all that I wanted to say. Um, if you want to keep up with us and see when we post new episodes, you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, if you have questions or comments or asks, anything like that um we have a discord server uh where you can come talk about the superman anime among other things um we have a patreon if you want to support us on there uh if you cannot support us on patreon but you want to help out the show um leaving a rating and review is very much appreciated um, telling a friend about the show if you think they might want to hear about it, and coming back and joining us, as you've done once again today. So thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Uh.